listening to the Stupidity in Your Ear podcast. Here comes the stupid. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this week's fast food review where we will be breaking down um, the pros and cons of ordering the low baconator from Wendy's. Calvin, give us your hot take. I think there's a lot of upside, but also a lot of downside. The upside when comparing the little baconator to mm-hmm. the baconator is for one, the cost. Um, it's significantly cheaper. It's about a dollar fifty cheaper to mm-hmm. order the little baconator based on your region and country of origin, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there's some downsides. You get less meat, you know. When it comes to the burger, but also with the bacon, you get um, about half the bacon yeah. compared to you get about a quarter less burger when in, uh, in relation to that. Uh, cheese-wise, you're gonna get about the same, <clears throat> but also something people forget is they tend to skimp on the mayo on the little baconator, and that is for me a true crime of this is that you're right losing on, out brother. some mayo, yeah. yeah. So, for I think me, that's, that's positive. That's such, that's such a good point. Um, I think something that you're forgetting is that when you order and eat the little baconator, um, you really channel the uh, culture of many Lils who have come before. You know, I think of Lil Wayne, Lil mm-hmm. Uzi Vert, mm-hmm. Lil. Mm-hmm. I mean, fill in the blank. I could, I could go yes. on. Yeah, little Sebastian. I could go on and on and on. I literally know thousands of lows. Yeah, of course. Um, little but baby. When you're eating, yeah, when you're eating a little, little, little baconator, you uh, you really get to feel like you're part of the little community, um, and that's that's a plus. Um, now, does it does it entirely balance the scales? I don't know. That's for the listener to decide. Um, so go ahead, everyone. And eat your little baconator that you have in front of you. Um, Speaking of scales, if I may interrupt, actually, uh, science has uh, proven. Uh, so here's the, I'll tell you the basis of this research. Um, mm-hmm. They gave two groups of people either the little baconator mm-hmm. or a placebo burger. That was that was almost a little baconator, but placebo, of course. Of course. Um, and people who ate the little baconator for two out of the three meals of the day compared to the placebo burger lost more weight than the placebo burger. Really? People. Yeah. So wow. little baconators are now linked to weight loss and cardiovascular health. That is, that's just okay. Well, that's another really important point for the mm-hmm. little baconator. Um, yeah. So when you look at the scale, if you're not eating two little baconators a day, I'd recommend at least trying to get on that habit. Up the mm-hmm. with the bun, of course. You know, mm-hmm. all of it included. Of course, even but the not oil. the baconator. The baconator has not had the same research quality. So yeah, well, it's it's a bit subpar in my opinion. So I would agree. So yeah, well, that's that's pretty much everything I've got for this week. So yeah, well, um, thanks, guys. This is uh, it's been good. Mm. Um, see you guys next time. Yeah. So. 
I mean, actually, while we're here, I guess we could talk about something else. Okay, sure. What, what, what do you yeah. got? Well, I was thinking about fast food, and I actually want to give an actual recommendation here. Mm. Um, because McDonald's serves sausage burritos for $1. Those things are literally, and I, I'm not exaggerating when I say this, they're top 10 foods for me, probably. Wow. Are those sausage burritos from McDonald's? Wow. They're cheap. They're one dollar. Yeah. They really pack a punch. You know, mm. the tortilla to cheese goo to egg to sausage ratio, mm. pretty substantial, which is always a quality. Mm. Um, they give you the option of mild or hot sauce, and both work very well. Oh. Um, they always come out just steaming hot, so you know you're getting a fresh, fresh piece of meat. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's usually something really I associate with McDonald's is fresh. It's fresh quality yeah. ingredients. Um, no, but they actually are phenomenal. When I uh, <laughs> was before my uh, keto stage, I would constantly uh, – this is bad, <laughs> but – in Wichita, this is probably true everywhere because McDonald's is just like the biggest franchise of all time. But yeah. you can drive a mile and you can get to a McDonald's in a variety of different ways. Like when I was at WSU, I'd get out of class and I would stop at McDonald's, grab two to three burritos on the way home. Yeah. Why did I get fat? That's so weird. I have no idea. Anyway, but like on my way home, I'd pass by like three or four McDonald's. And it's like, this is why America has huge mm. problems with obesity mm. is because we have McDonald's literally on every corner. And that's not even a, like, it's actually true. Mm-hmm. Like there are McDonald's everywhere. And then obviously there's tons of other fast food restaurants everywhere else. Yeah. Um, same with ice cream. Wait, so ice did cream. you say that you're on keto? Did you not know that? I could talk I about it if you'd didn't like. No. Yeah, people love yeah. hearing about it. So it's always voted so, high by our fans. Yeah. So I, I could talk about that. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about it, but before my health year stage, I uh, would down some of those because they're mm. so good. Maybe it's because they're such poor quality of ingredients. You just like feel good and bad about eating them. I don't know. I wonder if I, I think, ate it now if I'd even like it. But I oh, no, there's gosh, definitely something to the. There's almost an appeal of like this is terrible food. This is legitimately yeah. like low quality food, mm-hmm. but I just want it, and and that encourages. That's like I don't know. There's definitely something there of like. But I feel like now you have a hunger I've, for uh, that as well as actual food. You yeah, know? I feel like now though I'm less like that. I've kind of gotten into uh, the real healthy stuff, which is so lame, you know. But what can you do? Mm-hmm. It's the way it is now. Yeah. I spend more time on my MyFitnessPal app than I do on any other app on my phone currently. And that's kind of embarrassing, but also maybe good. I'm not sure. But uh, it's still impressive how much I track my calories because it's like I'm eating 4,000 to 6,000 a day. And so you have to track a lot of calories. That's quite a lot of calories, my friend. Well, yeah, it's to eat more to lose weight. So mm-hmm. it's classic. That's- but every weight loss thing says, eat more yeah. food to lose weight. What is annoying though is that, like, you, I'm, I'm trying to go on the internet to like look up different fitness stuff, mm. 
every website is completely different with what they think you should be doing and how you should be doing it. Mm. And even like, even for a specific diet, each one is like, don't do what this one says, do what this one says, don't do this and do this. So it's really hard to tell what is Mm. actually true. Like, uh, do you know who Jillian Michaels is? She's on the biggest loser. She ran the biggest loser. Yeah. Sorry. She wasn't wasn't a contestant. She was like huge. She's incredibly in shape and like huge Mm. fitness person hates the keto diet hates the paleo diet and so it was like i was like oh i wonder where she thinks so i just randomly looked her up one day and she was just like bashing it and i was like ah bummer <laughs> that's but, a bummer. Uh, that her opinion i loved that show back in the day i will say that is a weird show now that i think about it i don't think they can make that show today it's still like, going i think no way yeah i'm pretty sure no it's, way. It's I'm look that just up. got off i'm looking it up too you look it up. That just that seems like in today's climate, um, particularly with it being a little bit colder nowadays. Um, exactly. That, <laughs> no, but <laughs> generally in today's climate, that seems like that show would not be okay. Like people would like uh, they would be making fun of of fat people. I guess it doesn't make fun of fat people. But 2004, 2016, it hasn't been a cancel, but there's no new season's been announced, so it's pretty much probably done. But that was a long time. That's that was a long time. 12 seasons. That was that was embarrassing how long that math took. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think they faced backlash for people like fat shaming, but when I watched it though, I never thought, oh, these people are like less than because and I was like a kid like could have been easily influenced. I never was like people are less than because they're fat or they're making fun of them for being fat. That's true. I think it was true. definitely like inspirational. Like, oh, they lost this weight. That's great. Mm-hmm. But now nowadays, it's all like, it's not all like, but a lot of times you see, accept your body, and that's not necessarily terrible. But no. there are times though when people are like, I'm healthy even though I weigh 300 pounds of my no. own choice. Like, no, you're not. If, if we <laughs> cannot say. That most obscene obesity is unhealthy, then, then I think we're in a dangerous spot culturally. Yeah. That's what I, that's what is frustrating to me is I feel like sometimes people take that approach where it's like you can be comfortable in your body, and I think that's awesome, mm-hmm. but also you open yourself up to an incredible amount of risks with your health if you were yep. if you were overweight that yep. much, or even overweight a little bit. There's still benefits to being in shape and so Mm -hmm. when people are like oh just do whatever it's like well there are certain things you got to take into consideration before right you could still believe that and act like the way and i don't think it's a problem as long as you're not like ignoring the actual possible potential problems and being in shape does not mean being skinny either yeah that that should be a clarifying statement in there yeah 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 yeah. But, but like none of us are going to be Rob Lowe, you know, but I think I could be. Interesting choice of weeks. actors there. Have you seen his body? It's incredible. I haven't actually. I don't peruse. You don't look at Rob his... Lowe's. Anyway, uh, body on the internet. So it's weird. So we all have fitness icons, yeah. Sam. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, health man. What a waste of time. So, how did your uh, hopscotch tournament go? It went really well, actually. Really? Yeah, my uh, my main Place? competitor broke his uh, ankle. Really? In the semis. 
yeah, it was great. How did that happen? Did he slip me. on a piece of chalk or something? Yeah, it was a chalk infra- infraction, but he still oh. lost, so he can't compete with the broken ankle. You know what they say. Yeah, he can't. Um, hopscotch is not for the weak, but um, anyway, I actually I placed first. It was a closer game than I would have liked to to have been. Um, it felt more like a like a friendly. It was. I think I scored twenty twenty six twenty six eighteen. That's pretty so, yeah, for for and that's the thing too. We we're playing on clay courts, and so oh, it's yeah. a lot of it is based on the shoes and. Well, the clay uh, takes it out of your shins. It really does. Yeah, and that's why I prefer uh, the asphalt turf. But um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, asphalt it was a pretty turf. good weekend. Yeah, yeah, the asphalt turf. It was a good weekend though. So. Cool, cool. I'm glad glad you had fun, man. You trained hard for it, so. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let me tell you this story <clears throat> about when I was at the store. I don't really have anything interesting about what I purchased this week because, again, I buy the same basic crap all the time now, and it's all stupid and healthy. So if you hate me, I agree. I hate myself as well. Let's move on. Welcome back to the Let's Listen to Calvin Complain About His Diet podcast. This is a lot of fun. Last thing about my diet because it's really funny. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is funny, though. So, I mean, obviously, I haven't had chips in – who knows how long? And I, wait, I'm I'm sorry. By chips, do you mean fries or do you mean like chips as in crisps? You're gonna have to clarify for me. I want everyone here to listen. If you wonder why Americans typically hate Europeans, uh, this is the reason. They're smug. They're arrogant. They think that because they change the meaning of one word, that they're better than no, everyone else. No, I'm simply else. just trying to to clarify. Chips meaning like a tortilla chip or oh, a okay. chip or so a chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, you were so pretentious. Um, anyway, uh, what was I saying? I don't even know now. Right. <laughs> Another giant chips. complaint. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had chips in like three months. Which, if you know me and you know how um, much of a glutton I am, that is a real thing I think about a lot and complain about a lot to myself. I actually usually don't complain out loud. I just feel like this is my avenue. <laughs> I don't want to complain to my friends, but I can complain to like the void because no one's really like Brad. listening. So it's complain to Brad. Yeah, uh, Brad. I haven't talked to Brad in a while, but I, I need to probably catch up soon. But yeah. anyway, uh, my friend had these keto like pork rinds. They're like chips that are like, I don't even know. Are they that good? No. I ate like almost half a bag <laughs> the other night. They're just sitting out and I just, I literally could not stop eating them because I think it just missed the crunch and missed like that feel of eating potato chip. Feel I really, you can't really diet if you eat half a bag of like healthier chips, but they're still just like not that good for you. Pork rinds. That's yeah, not, like, that's not healthy just, in any means yeah, of the word. <laughs> but Anyway, that was a good time. Anyway, let me tell you the story about the store. It's not; it doesn't involve anything food-wise or anything. But Mm -hmm. anyway, so uh, I'm at the store. Um, uh, For reference, what store is this? This is uh, Aldi, which has become one of my new favorite stores. Actually, you said you have an Aldi there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So German company. Yeah. um, Is it really German? Mm Hmm. Um. Anyway, uh, sorry. 
someone. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, Calvin is me. too distracted with his with his phone. People get facing me and they wouldn't stop. So I'm, dead, <laughs> I'm telling them that I'm doing a podcast. Uh, you see, and this is the part of the of the podcast where we talk about how phones are ruining the youth of America, and no one is talking about this. Nobody <laughs> is talking about how people are on their phones too much. I know, it's and this so is funny. That's just okay. a, a personal opinion of mine. Yeah. So. Um, Continue with your Aldi story. Is like, I was talking about that with someone else the other day, and I just realized like I am turning into a forty-year-old man, and I I dislike <laughs> it. But uh, anyway, my Aldi story. Let me get my notes out. Sorry. Well, I get them out. I'm just gonna think about what happened. Right. So that, I'm at the store. Oh my gosh, we're gonna take 20 minutes to tell <laughs> the story. We're not even tell it to get to it. This happens every You're time. You're Michael freaking Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I like, I'm like getting in line behind this lady who was like, she's putting her stuff on the belt. And so I'm kind of just sitting there, and this guy just like steps and like there was like probably uh like an arm's length away between me and this lady and this guy and like i wasn't even i wasn't like i was in the aisle like i wasn't outside of the aisle it's like in the aisle like on the very edge this guy just like stands like walks just stands like literally like shoulder to shoulder to me but like steps like in front of me and i was like this is weird. I wonder if he just didn't see me. But I was like, but there's no space between me and the lady in front of me, really. So I don't know how he wouldn't have seen me. And so I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, but like I just like kind of look at him, and I'm just like wondering what's going on. He just like doesn't say anything, and so I'm just like, what's going on? And then he just like he like looks at me. He's like, oh, I've got stuff. And I'm like, what? And so I like I look. He's like got like just this huge pile of food like, on the belt, like, not on the actual part that moves, like, right in front of, like, behind it. She's got this huge pile of, like, all of his groceries. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I guess he just, like, forgot something, so he, like, went to get something and then came back. Yeah. But then he left again and came back and put more stuff on and then left and came back again. So he he went back and forth, like, three or four times. And so then he's, like, he's going back and forth and piling on more and more groceries. (laughs) And so I'm like, this isn't really how you do shopping. Because he's just like saving his spot in line. Yeah. Just like going and grabbing his actual groceries. And so then I was like, actually, this is kind of annoying. And then it's finally his turn. And so I'm like, okay, where is this guy? He's gone. And he leaves for like a couple minutes probably. And so I'm like, do I skip this guy? But then he had, by that point, he had moved all of his stuff on the belt. So then I couldn't skip over this guy because all of his stuff was on the belt. <laughs> So the guy like rang up all of his stuff and he just like sat there waiting for the guy to come back and he was gone for forever. And I was like, this is so weird. Like it's so annoying that someone would do this. And I got overly mad about it. And it, he didn't have a cart, which like at all, like you kind of need a cart for like mm-hmm. the way that they set up their system. And it, it was just so annoying. I, I was so like, what is with this guy and why would, that everyone knows you just go get your stuff and then get yes. in line. Why would you yes. can't just reserve your spot by going and getting one thing, putting it there, then going back and forth? It was so annoying. Am I weird for like freaking not out about weird. that? That guy is a savage. He I mean, hacked, I respect the power move, but he has hacked the the system of of shopping because 
Dude, going into the into Target or all the or Walmart, it's like a chore for me. I do not enjoy it. I do it. not like shopping. It I the thing that gets me the most, and I've dubbed this. I call it the supermarket shuffle. It's people in a supermarket who just kind of walk slowly and aimlessly. Yeah, around and everything in the middle of the and, aisle, so they're not and on they're one the side. Middle of the aisle, and you cannot pass them, and you're stuck behind. And they're just kind of, or entire families are surrounding them, and everybody is just. This is my space. This is my big communal space, and it's even worse in this country because the shops are tiny, and so mm. even people don't even do the supermarket shuffle that much, but you're still trying to maneuver. But in America, it's like. The shops are massive. Why are we yeah. all getting in everyone's exactly. way? I just think I am not a patient person, and that is one of my vices. Um, yeah. But on, a, on on one level, this guy is an, is a moron and shouldn't do this to people. On another level, mad props for cutting there. down yeah. on, on, the, on the wait time of the supermarket. <laughs> yeah. One thing I started doing to help my, like, dislike of this store <laughs> is when I go, I'll, like, put in headphones so I can either listen to like a podcast or music or something. So then no one feels the need to like talk to me, like even like co- like employees there. They're just like, I know why I'm here. I don't need you to ask me. But then if you walk fast, people are like, oh, he's a jerk who's like just has music in. So like I should just get out of his way. And I found that it actually works. And so if you were someone like me who just wants to get in and get out, I recommend that. Headphones. That's the indicator of get out of my way. I'm going to steamroll you. I think even AirPods might be a better indicator. I, yeah, if I had AirPods, it'd be perfect, but I don't. What you should um, do is just take your headphones and snip the wires. Then you don't have to listen to music, but you still get the nice douchey look of having an air, having AirPods. We're on to something here. Maybe a spin on them. Yeah, so smart. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I hate that. It was very annoying. Mm-hmm. You know what else was annoying, though? What? Uh, this is just random. I was driving the other day, um, and for some reason, I was like parked outside of this place, like waiting to pick up somebody. And this guy is like walking into the store, mm-hmm. and uh, he like walks by, and I'm just like looking at the door, and suddenly, a, like a slight breeze blows his shirt up a tiny bit, and I already knew he was sagging. But for some reason, apparently he didn't have his underwear on or something, or the underwear was sagging along with his shorts. So I'm not kidding. I saw his entire uh, caboose, and I was like, "Why? Literally, <laughs> what is the point of that?" It was it was so annoying. <laughs> it was. I was like, "Dude, why do you think they invented clothes?" Do you think they invented them oh, to cover the shins? Do you think they invented them to cover the middle part of your body? Calvin is just systematically being pranked by people in supermarkets. <laughs> I mean, it was a full-on moon for no reason. It was genuinely the probably the same guy who cut you in Aldi. <laughs> I know, seriously. It was they like was following you around uh, and pranking you. <laughs> I mean, what can you do, really? But it was very annoying. That's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty much the summary of my week. Mm. So if you had to ride a unicycle or a tandem bicycle, what would you rather ride? 
Santa bicycle, the one with the two seats. Two people. That'd be cool. I feel like everyone I see riding a unicycle I don't like, so I'd say probably tandem bicycle. <laughs> How many people have you seen riding a unicycle? You would be surprised, my friend. Would I? Actually, there's a person who I know, who my brother is friends with, yeah. who I actually like, who rides a unicycle on WSU's campus. And I'm like, you know, I like you, but do I want to be seen talking to you type of thing? Like, on campus. And so I, I, I switched up my entire schedule so I wouldn't to see him. Good, smart. That's what you should yeah. do. So, would you rather have massive biceps or massive triceps? Um, tries, just so I can say I have massive tries. <laughs> Why do you want to say that? Just because it'd be cool, you know. Would it? Definitely. Hmm. So you see the Game of Thrones uh, season eight dropped. I did see that. People are freaking out. I have not seen the show, so yeah. Uh, have no nothing to comment about it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's a cultural phenomenon right now. It's yeah. impressive. Uh, I'll end up watching it at some point, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's probably worth a watch, but mm. you know, it's a lot of catalog, man. Ten hours per season, pretty much. That's well, how it is. And they have like hour long episodes and like ten episodes per season. Did you say season eight just dropped? Yeah. Oh, that's so about wow. eighty hours combined so that's pretty good i guess i can knock that out in uh, a week or so yeah Yeah. if you have school and stuff but yeah yeah anyway that's kind of the future of television dude Mm. that's gonna be the Mm. future man movies are gone too they're not gone but they're that's gonna replace movies man for sure because you can just tell more stories in more in more time but Mm. just on tv so star wars is doing it Yep, Mandalorian. Mandalorian trailer. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, looks very sick, very cool, very dope. I, you know, what was interesting? It's set five years after the Return of the Jedi, but I still saw yeah. a lot of Imperial troops and stuff. To be honest with you, didn't really understand that part either. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know enough about the Star Wars lore. I think it's the problem. I guess maybe like the Empire doesn't immediately end. Right, it when doesn't. The second Death it Star doesn't blows up. end after the second Death Star blows up. Takes a lot if, of cleaning up, I guess. But yeah, this is really confusing. But in that Battlefront Two game, they have like a campaign, mm-hmm. which is canon. And so, oh, that's right. I played that. Had a contingency plan to like help things keep going, if even if somehow he lost. And so, mm-hmm. um, he like had like holocrons and visions visions and like things of him talking and telling them what to do and stuff so the empire wasn't completely dissolved after but i think it eventually mm-hmm. does but mm-hmm. not eventually speaking after. of the emperor yeah dude what was that trailer? hold on before we go into this if you haven't seen the star wars episode 9 trailer you need to go watch that now pause this go watch it and come back because we're about to go into it because why the heck not because That's what why the about, L man. not? Um, anyway, I just said why the L. It's a young yeah. life thing. Please uh, don't think young life. <laughs> <laughs> don't think I am a heathen. Anyway, not that. Okay, so, <laughs> let's move on. Emperor is back, dude. Let me just explain what was happening when I was watching this trailer. <laughs> so I was watching like the panel from Star Wars Celebration. So I'd be yeah. watching like the whole hour. I knew, obviously I knew that they were going to show the trailer at the end. Right. Um, 
just because that's how they do it. And um, so they're like, well, let's build the trailer. And I was like, okay, bet. And so I'm standing up in my basement and I'm just like watching it. I'm frantically trying to get my TV to turn on so I can play on the TV because it's like yeah. obviously better quality than my phone. Yeah. But just, it wasn't going fast enough. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to watch my phone. Yeah. So they like open up with Ray. And I was like, okay, cool. And now I've also noticed breathing. Breathing is a big thing. And there's like every trailer. Everyone's like, Darth Vader breathes like that a little bit. Wait, connection? What? Spin Darth Vader? Question mark. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, anyway. <laughs> Wow, just because um, James Earl Jones is black, you're going to say that Finn is Darth Vader. Mace you Windu. <laughs> <laughs> so Finn is black and Mace Windu is black. So therefore, they must be father and son. <laughs> you don't get that reference. A YouTuber made a very popular video and said that. And if you aren't catching my drift, I'm being sarcastic. It's a little racist to assume that everyone who is of the same race is automatically related. Anyway... <laughs> Or it's just not even good logic. It's not really necessarily racist per se, but it's just not good logic. But anyway, uh, right. Well, when I'm getting pretty excited and Luke starts talking and I'm just like, my heart just starts beating. And I'm like, don't you dare, which is so smart by them too, to include that because they needed that. They 100% had to have Luke talk yeah. in that trailer or be seen. Because I needed to get the people who hated the Last Jedi to like yeah. at least see Luke and know that he's going to be a part of it. That's fair. Um, just because most of them didn't, most of those who hated the Last Jedi, I think, also probably didn't love what they did with Luke. Yeah, I'm not the case, but anyway, then when she jumps, oh, we guess you kind of see like the Tie Fighter, and, Ky- and you're like Kylie, like wait, Kyle was driving his Tie Fighter at her. Yeah, when she jumps. I fell to my knees and was like, what on earth? This is what I want to see. Yes. And it was so much like, it felt very prequel-ish. Like the, it felt very like, uh, what's the pod racing a little bit. And then Mm. when she did the jump, I'm like, that's the acrobatics of the prequels. Yep. And then, um, I'm on the floor and I'm like, this is amazing. Mm. And, uh, the whole thing is great. Yeah. Kylo like body slamming that guy. I was like, yeah. "Dog, go I off!" I could have used more Kylo in the trailer. I could. I know. I know. I'm sure he'll be featured heavily in the next oh. one. But um, let me just to the, to the end when Palpatine laughs. I was like, I literally I started screaming. So like I was on my knees. I fell over. I'm like, what? What? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh, I'm like yelling. My roommates are like, what is going on downstairs? I can hear them being like, what is Calvin watching? <laughs> like screaming. And I'm still watching the live stream. Mm-hmm. So then they pull the lights up and Ian McDiarmid, I don't know how to pronounce his name, uh-huh. close, the guy that played uh, Emperor Palpatine, comes out and he just says like in the most Sith voice, like roll it again. It was like, roll it again. And I was like, this, I, I was like, no. No, I'm like screaming again. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it was insane. And um, like post that, I mean, I couldn't stop thinking about it and watching it. Like, and then it was like 
50 degrees outside, so I was wearing like a quarter zip and like pants. I was sweating through all of them. I just couldn't regulate my body temperature. I felt like a little bit sick afterwards, like I was dehydrated. It was just the craziest day. Like the whole thing just made me go like, what on earth is going on? It was amazing for me. Amazing. It genuinely was so amazing. It was Oh, it was good. I I don't know what they're going to do. I have no idea what they're going to do with this movie. Like, is The Rise of Skywalker... Oh, yeah, that's the title, too. I'm like, that's perfect. It was perfect. With the Emperor, and the Emperor's crazy relationship with Skywalker. Yeah. Is he going to go after Kylo? Yet, The Rise of Skywalker would assume that Skywalker could be a good thing, right? Yeah. So then Kylo's going to end good, and Rey's going to end bad? And, and like, Poe and Finn have their own, like story arc it looks like and and freaking lando is back that was a cool cameo yeah. i thought the oh, laughing the ship was really was awesome perfect. um uh, i'm excited well, here's man. the thing this is jj abrams to a t i mean he knew exactly what he was doing when he put this together i mean he just trying to get us to yep. ask as many questions as possible while also uh, giving us answers that we want yeah but um i don't know there were so many things that i was like Every shot to me is like so great. Like, there's so many things that I was like, "What could this mean?" And this is so cool. And um, it is you great see to the see Hans Metal. Yeah, that like, what that is, what's going on? And what's Kylo on etching into his helmet. Yeah. And, oh, the helmet with the yeah the red the stripes. Red? Yeah. That is so cool. And my thing so is, cool with the Emperor back. Are they doing? Are they going to play off of his whole Plagueis the Wise? And like, that's my dream. From the dead. Yeah, I, I. Did he not die in the shaft? But if he didn't die in the shaft, why was he in hiding? Oh, yeah. This is crazy. All of it is so, like, what is going to happen? But to me, this movie needs to be over three hours, (laughs) Uh, just because I, I mean, I could always go for more Star Wars, but like, how are they going to cover everything that is going on in this movie without? going over three and but Um, okay you know what i just thought of the emperor clearly a sith mm -hmm. i thought they were moving away from the sith jedi yeah i thought so too but i i wonder now if they're just like we got to go back to the roots man we got to figure things out i would be happy with that really i i prefer the sith over whatever they wanted to do where there's no sith or no jedi type of thing i don't know i i could see positives and negatives to both but I don't know. My thing that made it cool is that now Emperor Palpatine is like the bad guy of Star Wars. So yeah. like he's in one yeah, yeah, prequels, yeah. the originals, and the sequels now yeah. is like the overarching bad guy, yeah. which is very cool. Yeah. Um, he's my favorite part of the prequels by far, and mm-hmm. this is just so many things are like, what happened there? But Sheev, man. Um, there's and there's so many things that like. People immediately were like getting on so many different theories, and the theory that I like the most is that Ray, when she's jumping over Kylo's Tie Fighter thing, like she's not actually trying to fight him. They're like they're like training together, and I was like, oh, that'd be nice because then he would turn kind of good, maybe just help out, or there's something where the Emperor yeah. now is the big bad that to both fight him. I don't know. So much of this is like my dream 
But I think yeah. what, what also it makes me really excited for is that since Palpatine's back, I think that opens the door even more for like Anakin to come back and Obi Wan to come back in like a Force Ghost role. Because yeah. I want to see them. Because yeah. for me, yeah. like you can't close the saga without doing all of that. But I, I agree. I agree. But I also like JJ was mm. talking about. He's like, I wanted this to be the conclusion to all nine, but it also has to be its own standalone movie. And so like he at least is not going to just be like doing the same stuff or trying Good. to like not have Good. his own story and stuff like that. Good. But, Good. but then yeah, Poe and Finn and Ray are all going to be working together for a mission, which is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, the chemistry there is amazing. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just like a dream of mine. Mm. I'm true. Makes me hate the last Jedi a little bit more. I'm not gonna lie. I just really? kind of just like mm, don't like it. It's not, I don't hate it, but I hate certain aspects of it and what yeah. it did. Because to me, it kind of just feels like so different from the movies. And, and this that ties in not with the dislike for Ryan Johnson because I think he yeah. did exactly what he was told to do or given the freedom to do i think it makes me more angry at kathleen kennedy and the whole production team when they first started the whole project to not at least conceive of the whole trilogy yeah and one at least the bones of it in one sitting Mm -hmm. because when you just start telling a story with no real end in sight i think you can end up with a lot of loose strings that aren't tied in and weird stuff, particularly when you start switching directors and then you go back to the original director and you're, you're trying to play with this massive fan base at the whole time. It just would have been far smarter in my opinion, like how they did Lord of the Rings to shoot the whole thing at once Mm -hmm. and release it year by year or every two years, however they want to release it. But they, they did it this way and there's, bonuses to that i guess you get some creative stuff with ryan johnson that i that i liked you get some bad losses like in the last jedi particularly poe and 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 Finn, my boy kelly tran kelly marie tran kelly marie yes. tran yeah finn not poe i meant i meant finn yeah but um yeah it, yeah yeah um and when you're dealing with a universe this expanded and this like instrumental to pop culture you can't just go in and be like we'll just figure it out because like there's Mm -hmm. so much mythology there's so many stories that like you have to not step on and like you can't go back on other things and so you have to have a distinct plan Mm -hmm. um and the other thing too is yeah that's not really ryan johnson's fault because they just were like and jj said this too he's like i wrote my script and then ryan started working on his after he'd read my script, we had never met. And so they should have had a meeting and said, this is where I want to go. Yeah. And, and then they should have been like, this is what you have to do in your movie. You can do whatever you want, but you have to do these things yeah. to keep the thing going, to meet these future things. And they didn't do that at all. So now it's just kind of like, this is why it feels so disjointed. Cause this is yeah. going to be a direct sequel to episode seven. Like this is going to be just like, there's going to be seven yeah. and nine. are going to feel so similar and eight's going to feel like very disjointed. I true, feel like true. Um, that, that I think it's maybe a little bit too early to say that. Um, and that, yeah, we'll see I think, how he picks up yeah. from nine. Ideally, think, it'll make me like Lush Jedi more. Yeah. But yeah, that's I what it should do. Yeah. That's a hard or, thing. That's a hard job 
to do. Dude, I do not envy this man right now. I mean, I think he has more weight on his shoulders than when he did The Force Awakens. Because I agree. Force Awakens was huge and a huge deal. And if he would have messed that up, I mean, yeah. we wouldn't have like these chances. But this, after everything that's happened the last like two years, like this is like such a huge deal. And to be like the last Skywalker movie too is like a yeah. huge deal. But I just think it's very interesting how the pendulum swings. Um, because with the first Star Wars movie, I think they very much had the mind, or the first um, number seven, they yeah. very much had the mindset, right, we're doing this again. Let's not screw this up. Let's give yeah. them essentially an exact copy of number four and number yeah. six. Um, and then, you know, they got a lot of critique of that's exactly what it was. And so, like, right, let's go in a crazy new direction. And it yeah. went too far the other way. Um, a little bit of a but, course correction now, but and now hopefully we end with a happy medium with number yeah. nine. But I don't know. The thing about Ryan Johnson is that he's a fan of making good movies, and JJ is more of a fan of Star Wars. And so, to okay. me, like y- you needed to have that balance, and mm. they didn't. And they didn't give Ryan Johnson the tools he needed. I think is well, the why, problem. I mean, why couldn't they have Ryan and JJ together at the beginning of Seven? Yeah, and exactly. Have JJ do Seven, but Ryan there to bounce Oversee ideas and, and help. work yeah, together, and then he can make yeah. his own movie. But it's more cohesive. And yeah, it was a hindsight. Plan. Hindsight is is twenty twenty. Yeah. So yeah, I'm still very do. happy. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm so very pumped. Um, and two for the future, like. The Mandalorian, that panel wasn't super exciting, but there's so much talent behind that TV show, and it gets me so excited. And just Jon Favreau, I mean, if you look at his history, like, one of the most talented and best, like, movie guys in in history, I would argue. I mean, he made Elf, which is great, Mm -hmm. obviously. One of Will Ferrell's best comedies, if Mm -hmm. not his best. Um, he launched the MCU when he did Iron Man. Like that's insane. He was like the start of that, and still helps out. He's doing Lion King the remake, which looks incredible, and will probably oh. break some records. But he did like the Jungle Book like live action too, and like yeah. he's just written so many things. But also what he's talking about, he's like every director that we have for each episode of The Mandalorian like has to be a huge Star Wars fan. It's the first like requisite, and I was like, all right. You've got my vote. It's going to be dope. Yeah. But uh, what got me excited is I heard him say, you know, we want to explore new things, new aliens, new worlds, new this and this and this. But at its heart, it needs to feel like Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I was like, got my vote, brother. Well done. Yeah. That man knows Um, what he's talking about. Gets me very, very pumped. mm -hmm. Yeah. So it should be good. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, uh, everyone here, all my friends here, like, are bigger Marvel fans than they are Star Wars fans. And I really miss like just being home and like being in my Star Wars world with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Welcome back anytime. (laughs) I will say though, I've become a bigger Marvel fan. I still, there are still times when I'm like, eh, like the last couple Marvel movies I've seen have been like, Eh, and that's kind of what made me not like Marvel as much was just some movies that are just kind of like, they're okay. They're not great. They're not bad, but they're yeah. just kind of like, eh, when they come out so often, it's like hard to really be invested. It's just they like, I don't they usually them. have what, like two or three a year. They've been, they were doing like three a year. And I think they're going to slow down, but 
I think Infinity War was one of my favorites from last year and the best MC movie and was so good. Yeah. But uh, and I definitely bought advanced tickets the day they came out for Endgame because I knew I wasn't gonna get a ticket unless I bought them the day of. Yeah. Um, that movie's three hours long. I know, man. (laughs) Which is like gonna hurt their box office, but I'm like, that's so freaking baller, dude. Yeah, it is. It's so cool. They've got nothing to lose. They really. Oh, I know, and they've earned the right too to make a three-hour movie, yeah. and no one care. Yeah. Because like the diehard MCU fans are like crazy diehard, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's the same for Star Wars. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, take the best of both worlds. You know. For sure. There are some great MCU movies out there. There really are some great ones. Definitely. But and there are some not so great Star Wars movies. Do I like them all nope. and love them all to death? Of course, but they aren't. You know. Yeah, but I, I really think that the MCU might be this generation Star Wars because yeah. like this is what we've grown up with is like the MCU, and I yep. I think some of us is Star Wars still, but like probably like the high schoolers in like a couple of years, like the MCU is like going to be their thing. Yep, for sure. Um, which is cool. I mean, yeah. it's, it's insane what that has accomplished. And this is why I was arguing the other day that Bob Iger is one of the best. Um, businessman of all time. Mm. I was talking with some of our friends. If you're listening. For our listeners, who is Bob Iger? Bob Iger is the CEO of Disney. But I was talking about, I mean, this guy literally, I mean, he bought Disney. They didn't buy yeah. it, but he like grew up in the company. But then he bought Star Wars, which is arguably the biggest franchise of all time. Mm. I would say probably it is. And then he bought Marvel, which is definitely the second biggest probably. And has an, an unbelievable fan base, but like breaks records consistently. Yep. So does Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They and Disney owns almost every box office record nowadays because they just keep dominating with everything they're doing. Like mm-hmm. with Pixar, they're dominating. They dominate with Star Wars. They dominate with Marvel. They have a huge hand in like television because they own ESPN. They own Hulu. They now are going to have their own streaming service, which I think is going to destroy. I mean, they're going to literally dominate with that. Forgetting about Fox. And then, yeah, they just bought Fox. It's just an, an entire other um, movie company and like mm-hmm. entertainment company they just bought. And yep. Fox has The Simpsons, which is going to be huge. A huge grab. I'm so excited that's on the, on the, I know, on the streaming service because I love pumped. The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons. Did we talk yeah. about this last week about which Simpsons? But, I think but like, The Simpsons is one of the biggest shows of all time and they just they just bought Fox which has all the some other superheroes that they needed. The mm-hmm. Simpsons was the biggest TV show probably of all time. And then like all these other markets of completely like other various things and like they own everything. I mean they literally yeah. own everything. It's it's crazy what it he's accomplished. Yeah. And he's made the MCU, which is the biggest thing, I think, in TV right, or movies right now. Mm-hmm. And then they own Star Wars, which is probably the second biggest. And they're making all these TV shows of Marvel and Star Wars. So they're going to own TV and own movies. It's mm-hmm. like – and they make so much money. I mean they made more money than anything around nowadays. And so it's like to me he's one of the best businessmen of all time. Sure. He's sure. incredible. It's awesome. But, Very impressive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you argue, is he forming a monopoly? Probably. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I guess so. Yeah. But he's impressive. No, he, Business like that is interesting to me. But mm-hmm. when you're that good. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. of course, you know, 
how did he, how does Disney even grow to that point to begin to just buy an entire other company? Like that's insane. I just don't even understand like how people play at that level, you know, like how do you sit in a business meeting and be like just throwing around, Oh, that was a $12 billion company. That we just saw, like, yeah. It's insane. Like how do you talk about numbers like that when you can't even comprehend what that number is, you know? I know it's wild. And like they're talking about, I mean, infinity war, like has the box office record for opening weekend it was like 250 million dollars in america like 250 million dollars in america that's insane and a lot of their movies are breaking the billion dollars for like all-time box office so you make a movie and you're making a billion dollars off it and that happens like all the time for disney it's like that is insane that's crazy and then that only encourages them to put bigger amounts of money into the movies i know and and just uh, it's, it's good they make good products for the most part yeah. it's it's insane but even if they yeah. don't make good products people buy them still that's yeah. what, that's yeah. what's so like right, right. i've got something else too merchandising for toys i mean that's got to be insane they own half of the target yeah aisle, like know? It's all going to Disney. Especially yeah. with Star Wars and the MCU. Like, that yeah. is crazy. But then you look at, like, kids' toys with Pixar and stuff. Like, and then, but then, yeah, sports, the biggest TV show in sports is ESPN. And they own ESPN. Yeah. Like, that's everything you could ever want to yeah. have. Like, it's, it's Unbelievable, crazy. man. Unbelievable. But, yeah. Well, this was a fun episode. Is that all of our time? Gosh, I probably bored everyone to death with my yeah. talk about business. No, I, tycoon, I think it's very but... interesting. And I think a lot of people don't even know is the thing, you know? Yeah. Which is it's fascinating how they've literally expanded into every market and just been like, yeah, we're going to make the best at what it is. So it's it's cool, man. Mm. Mm. Say they're going to buy Reddit, which would be insane. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why does Disney want Reddit? <laughs> Please don't take Reddit away from us. <laughs> I've had Reddit for a week, so <laughs> I'm pretty much I'm a huge Reddit Redditor. very hard to navigate. Like I don't know where to go. And yeah, it's I, hard to find good Reddits to follow. But once you find a good one, it's fun. But is you gotta have time. Like you, you need to have time just to peruse. And I don't and really. Thankfully, I do when I'm in class because I listen to class. It's really the only time I, I watch Reddit or look at Reddit. That's yeah. why you should bring a laptop to school, mm-hmm. not for education wise no. but to peruse to reddit, reddit. when you're taking notes yeah exactly all right folks thanks for tuning in thanks everybody uh if you want to catch more about my breakdown of the complete disney buyout of fox and their complete grasp on the television and movie yeah. market go ahead and just dm me yeah on my give you a full financial statement including the nasdaq operations and exactly. the um, the GPD of the of the states comparatively, um, with uh, a major or minor growth change uh, ratio volume, uh, to really give you a clear picture. So, exactly. Yeah. Also, I'm starting my own stocks podcast. So go ahead and go give that one a follow. It is called <laughs> Ups and Downs of Wall Street with. Yeah. Your boy Calvi P. That's the official title. So yeah, I'm really glad you decided to sell out and, and become a day trader. Uh, and not enough people are doing that. And, exactly. Uh, I think you really have got the the wherewithal to do it. So thank you. Yeah. yeah.
Uh-oh, I accidentally pressed the stop button right there, so we can just say our thanks now. It's recording again, so. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well See done, everybody. Sam. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. How do you turn this thing off? I don't know.